0: Listener Production.
1: Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling.
0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 21st of July. The Federal Government is ramping up biosecurity measures at airports across the country after viral fragments of foot and mouth disease ...were detected in Australia. They were discovered in two separate incidents. Authorities discovering it in an undeclared beef product... ...brought in by a passenger from Indonesia. It was also discovered in pork products from China... ...for sale in Melbourne during a routine inspection. Every passenger from Indonesia will now be screened, more detector dogs have been deployed and sanitised foot mats will also be distributed at airports across the country. Nationals MP Barnaby Joyce telling Australia Today the impacts would be devastating.
2: This will be catastrophic. If foot and mouth comes in, think about your shopping trolley. No milk, no cheese, no butter, no beef, no lamb, no pork, no goat, no sausages, no mince. But think what's going to happen to your food bill.
0: As COVID cases continue to soar across the country, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has defended the federal government's response to the latest health crisis. Ninety people died from COVID across Australia yesterday, the highest number since January. Almost 54,000 new COVID infections were recorded and currently there are 5,357 people in hospital across the country with COVID. State and Territory leaders have refused to reintroduce new restrictions, including mandating masks. But Mr Albanese has told Channel 10 it's all about finding the right balance. Uh,
1: it's a matter of getting, I guess, getting the measures right. We know that we've got to get the health measures right because unless you do, the economic outcomes will be worse anyway. Uh, so we've been following the advice.
0: As Australians are encouraged to mask up indoors and work from home, two of the nation's biggest companies are already taking action. Workers at Westpac and Telstra are no longer required to come into the office. It follows official health advice from the country's chief medical officer this week, urging workplaces to be safe as COVID cases continue to increase. Experts say the peak of this current wave could be some weeks away. Meantime, small businesses across the country, especially in CBDs, are concerned about the financial impact of rising cases and people starting to return to working from home. Coffee shop owner Darren Silverman, who works in Melbourne, says foot traffic has already dropped off.
1: From the 1st of March until about two weeks ago, We saw a steady increase and and the city was buzzing again and life felt like it was getting back to normal. But I suppose there was always this uh, fear or knowledge that at some point it could go pear-shaped again, to be perfectly honest.
0: And to New South Wales now, and Labor is questioning the state government's integrity after explosive claims from John Barilaro's ex-chief of staff. Mark Cornell has given evidence to a parliamentary inquiry which is investigating how the former New South Wales Deputy Premier ended up with a senior trade role in the US. There are claims Mr Barilaro told him in 2019 he would create the role for himself, an allegation he denies. Labor's Daniel Mookie believes the only reason there's now an office in New York is because the then Treasurer for New South Wales Dominic Perrottet signed off on it. Treasurer Perrottet and now
2: Premier Perrottet have to explain whether or not he knew that John Barralara wanted to fill this job when he signed off on spending public money creating this office in New York. Equally it is clear that the government hasn't been trying to get to the bottom of what's gone on.
0: Let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to WA, where investigations are continuing into the tragic deaths of three children in a house fire in the state's Pilbara region. The mother is now assisting police with their ongoing investigations after the blaze late Tuesday afternoon. Our reporter, Emma Griffiths, has more from Perth. Yeah, that's right, Taj. The bodies of the children aged 10, 7 and 5 months were discovered inside the Port Hedland home late Tuesday. Their mother is in police custody, assisting with their inquiries and has been treated for her injuries. Acting Deputy Commissioner Alan Adams is calling for calm in the community reeling from the tragedy.
2: What I would ask of the community um, is to let the police do their job I would ask that those family members wrap arms around each other. Um, This will take time. It won't be quick.
0: A family friend says it's heartbreaking. These children were very, very precious um, and they had a right to live. They had a right to life. While Tash, the police chaplain, psychologists and other support staff have travelled north to assist family, friends, first responders and members of the community. And to Victoria now and AFL fans and the league are gearing up for this year's grand final to return to Melbourne for the first time since 2019. Part of the season decider celebrations is, of course, the traditional grand final parade. But James Lake in Melbourne reports the league's looking for a way to mix things up this year.
2: It wouldn't be the very first time, Taj, that players have travelled down the Yarra, but it could be the most AFL players on the Yarra all at once. Parade organisers have had the idea to put players in boats and float them down the river on the day before the decider. Now once they reach the CBD, they could get back out onto dry land and finish their journey on the back of Utes to Yarra Park in the usual way. At this stage, though, it's just a floating idea, but it could be a clever way to reduce the contact between players and fans and avoid the risk of catching COVID.
0: Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the theswitzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. The Reserve Bank has hit back at pessimists and critics who think their interest rate rising program will smash house prices and also spark a recession.
1: Yeah, the we know what we're doing message was delivered by the Deputy Governor, Michelle Bullock, who said RBA analysis says households could handle an overall 3% rise in interest rates. So what we've copped, 1.25% worth of rises so far since May, and then Ms Bullock thinks we can endure another 1.75% increase. I only hope that analysis was not done by the team that told the Governor, Dr Lowe, that rates would not rise. Before 2024. Excellent
0: point there. Now, the boss of NAB says if increasing interest rates are causing financial problems, they're advising people to pick up the phone and talk to their lender.
1: Yeah, with the Reserve Bank expected to raise interest rates by half a percent at next month's meeting, NAB CEO Ross McEwen says homeowners and business owners shouldn't suffer in silence if the repayments are becoming impossible and they should contact the bank because leaving it late could lead to defaults and foreclosures. The McEwen message was the earlier you put up your hand, the earlier and better we can help.
0: And finally this morning, I'm sure this doesn't include you, Peter, financial fibbers have been busted by a survey from Money Monitoring Website Finder, and there's a lot of them. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. A survey of Aussies found a quarter of us tell lies when we lay our financial life on the lawn to others and we gild the lily about our finances, even to our employers. The survey showed we rearrange reality when it comes to our savings, the size of our salaries and how much debt we have. Friends and then partners are the people who are the key targets of our financial fibs.
0: Rearranging reality. How nice would that be? Thanks so much, Peter. <laughs> Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. Brett, good morning. How good is this? We have our first ever high jump gold medalist with Eleanor Patterson, the new world champ.
2: Yes, good morning, Tash. She's on top of the world this morning. The first Aussie, as you said, to win the high jump final at a world championships.
0: Oh, yes! That is
1: brilliant! Another PB for Patterson.
2: On KO Sports said the 26-year-old equaled the Aussie record of 2.02 metres to claim gold. She went for 2.04. She missed that, but it didn't matter because the gold was safely in her possession.
0: Brett, how good is that to the NRL now? And Wayne Bennett has appointed his coaching successor as the Bulldogs close in on their next head coach.
2: Yeah, uh, his successor will be Christian Wolf. He is currently the head coach of Tonga's national side. So they're finalising his deal to join Wayne Bennett as an assistant at the NRL's new club next year. Then in 2025, he will take the reins from Wayne Bennett. He will be 74 when uh, Bennett retires. Now, in terms of what's happening at uh, Canterbury, apparently Phil Gould, their football chief, has been holding secret talks with Cam Seraldo, the Panthers' assistant coach in demand. He was then spotted having lunch with other dogs officials, so seems like they might be close to appointing Cam Seraldo as their next coach. Melbourne Storm might be wounded, but they still pose a big threat, according to South's forward Jai Arrow. Ryan Pappenhausen's out for the year. Storm's on a three-game losing streak, so the Bunnies are expecting the Storm to bounce back strongly.
1: There's been some criticism on the way Melbourne have been playing over the past couple of weeks, but they always seem to have that next man up. I'm sure whoever comes there will be looking to do a job for them. And round 19
2: kicks off tonight. We've got a top eight block Buster between the Broncos and the Eels.
0: And Brett Collingwood is expecting a big star back this weekend.
2: Yeah, a lot of talk around Brodie Grundy since he's uh, went down with that knee injury. In his place, Darcy Cameron has thrived and it's led to some talk as to whether the Magpies should ship Grundy to another club given the massive contract he is on. He doesn't want to go anywhere. There's still a fair chunk of that deal to go and his teammate Jack Crisp says that Grundy has looked pretty sharp out on the track as well.
1: Um, I believe he's available for selection. Been training actually pretty well the last couple of weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if if he slots straight into the team. That's not for me to decide. Obviously, that's for the coaches. But yeah, he's been training pretty well. They've got
2: the Bombers this weekend while North Melbourne is out to make it two wins in a row under their interim coach, Lee Adams. He says it's a great opportunity to test the waters of coaching. I've got five weeks of work experience to go where I get to see if it's something that I like. I've been really lucky that the media's been really nice because we're winning games of footy. Does that change after a few losses? Maybe. Then I'll get the full spectrum of a, a senior coach. And North host the Hawks uh, this weekend in Hobart. And just to wrap up with some boxing, the Nikita zoo. Continued the unbeaten start to his career. 3-0, but not after a six-round war with Ben Horn last night and was rocked in the closing stages, but went on to claim a unanimous points victory.
0: You picked it yesterday. Well done, Brett. Thank you. Thank you, Tash. And how good is this? Our favourite foxy ladies from Fat Lakes are set to return to our screen.
1: always a joker.
0: The cast of Kath and Kim, including the show's stars, Gina Riley, Jane Turner and Magda Shabansky, have all been spotted together in South Melbourne this week. There are reports they're filming a 20th anniversary special of the iconic and very popular series, Won't That Be nice to Watch With a Glass of Cotton, eh? And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe. And we'll see you tomorrow.
1: Listener.